This episode of the Culture Coach podcast is sponsored by Timekeeper Financial Solutions. Timekeeper helps creatives and small business owners keep their financial books in order so that you can do what you're great at. Timekeeperfinancial.com, keeping count of what counts. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. I am so glad you are here today. Uh, I've missed you this week, but I've been thinking about you. And I've been thinking about uh, what is something that I haven't talked about yet that could be uh, incredibly helpful for you today as you lead. And let me just first say that um, if you are in a, a position at work where you are leading a team of any kind, even if you if the person that reports to you is is one person, you are a leader. And if you are a leader and people are looking to you for direction, that it's very important that you continue to build your leadership skills. Uh, It's one thing to be skilled at something that you personally do, right? If you've got a great skill set in your organization or in your company, and you've had this really great skill set, Uh, to get things done or to execute in a certain way, that's really great. But once you start to progress in your company or your organization, or even if you're the owner or the CEO, uh, once you have those titles, once you, you get to that space and people are on your team or you're responsible for other people, you are a leader. Uh, you have to move beyond just your skill set to how do I, yes, execute what I need to execute in my role, but also how do I lead my team effectively? Uh, Because if you have the title and the authority, uh, but you are not utilizing those things, just know that the people that either report to you or the people that uh, you are uh, supposed to be leading uh, are not being led. And so if they're not being led, because it's your responsibility to do that, Uh, Just know that, you know, there's this great saying that says, uh, where there's no vision, the people perish. And you need vision, you need leadership. So I want to encourage you today, if you're listening, to not downplay or shrink the fact that uh, if you hold a role where people are following you, you must lead today. Uh, And you must lead in the area of multicultural effectiveness, multicultural organization building. Take this seriously. Do not abdicate your responsibility to lead the people in your organization or in your company. Okay? So from one leader to another, I want to encourage you uh, in that today. Today, I want to talk about metrics. Mm, We love that word, don't we? Don't we love the word metrics? I mean, Gosh, if I hear, if, if I, uh, you know, when I'm around business people, 
uh, most of the time, you know, everything's about metrics and metrics this and metrics that. And um, metrics are very, very important. Uh, if you don't uh, set a plan, if you do not say, you know, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's the expectation? Um, then you won't get there. And it's the same thing in diversity work. You have to plan. Uh, you, you do have to set metrics. But I want to talk a little bit differently about metrics today. First of all, you know, I was thinking about, you know, when we, when we set metrics. And there are a couple of things that uh, came to mind. What I have seen over the years, uh, really over the 20 years that I have been doing this work, is that most leaders tend to overthink the metrics. And when you overthink the metrics, then the longer it takes you to decide on the metrics, uh, the longer that the uh, impact, uh, potentially harmful impact to the people minority cultures even in your organization, uh, just know it takes that length of time. See, a lot of times we think, well, I'll just you know think about our work on a metric for eight months, right? But we don't always perceive as leaders that during that eight months, it's not like things just pause and stop, right? That would be awesome, wouldn't it? It'd be awesome if we could just pause everything and say, hold on, we're working on the metrics, so everybody just stop, but that doesn't happen. Impact is still taking place while you are sitting uh, at your desk trying to figure out what the metrics are. And so a lot of times I, I watch leaders overthink this. And literally uh, what I would encourage you to do today, if you are in that space where you are overthinking your diversity metrics, here is a piece of wisdom for you today. Just pick one, two, three things and start. That's it. That's how deep we're getting today. Pick one, two, three things and just start. Uh, there are some of you that are listening to me now, and if you're honest with yourself, you've been overthinking these metrics at your organization for a really long time. And you're not overthinking them because you're, you're, uh, you're unclear on what should happen. You're overthinking them because you're afraid. You're overthinking them because you're afraid of setting a metric, telling people what you want to see and what you want to do around uh, your culture work, uh, and then trying it and it not working. But I'm gonna tell you, that just like everything else in your organization or company, this is the way you figure it out. You have to start to get into motion. So I wanna encourage you today uh, to pick a thing. If you're uncomfortable picking you know, your top three metrics, just pick one. Pick one metric today and then let your team know about it. Let them know what the focus is for the next, I don't know, 60 days and do that thing. Don't wait any longer. As I said, a lot of times, you know, we, we overthink metrics. Uh, we idolize metrics. Uh, we, once metrics are set in our organization, a lot of times we treat them like they are uh, immovable uh, barriers. And a lot, a lot of times, if you happen to choose a metrics that, metric that is not working for you as a leader or not working for you in your culture work uh, goals, we will stick with them sometimes just because we made them, even if they're not working. And so be careful not to idolize your metrics once they are set. Stick to them as much as possible. 
right? Stick to the plan. However, if you get into it and the metrics that you set look like they are actually keeping you from being successful in the area of multicultural work instead of uh, supporting you and pushing you forward in your work, then it's time to change the metric. And for many of you, you're the leader. You can change it. Now, I wouldn't encourage you to keep changing it because if you keep changing, like if, you know, uh, on Tuesday, it's one metric and then by Friday, it's something else. And then later in the week, it's, you know, something else that you come up with. Don't do that to your team and don't do that to yourself. Um, pick a thing, move towards it, try it. But if it's not supporting your multicultural goals and if it's actually hindering it, then you need to change it. Don't idolize it. It's not holy. Okay. The other thing is uh, oftentimes we... Uh, we set too many metrics. Uh, we set too many metrics. And I think we like to set tons of metrics or tons of goals because when we look at them on uh, a sheet of paper or we look at them in the notes app on our phone or we look at them on a spreadsheet or we look at them in a Word document or in an app that we use, that we love looking at a list of 15 to 25 things. I mean, be honest, don't you like that? Don't you like looking at a full sheet of paper and just being like, oh, look, look at all the awesome stuff I got to do. Look at everything before me. Ah, oh, I feel so important right now. At least that happens to me sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes for me, it's not uh, it's not a sheet of paper or anything like that. It's post-it notes. There's a time uh, in my leadership life where uh, in my office, I had this uh, blank wall and I remember it was green in my office and <laughs> people kept asking me if I was going to put like a a photo or a picture or something like that uh, in, you know, on this wall. And I was like, nope, I like having the wall empty because every time I have an idea about something, I can put it on a post-it note and put that post-it note on the wall. And then I can just gaze at this wall full of post-it notes. And it made me feel accomplished, although I didn't do any of them. <laughs> have you ever felt like that? Well, a lot of times we just, we set too many metrics. That's why I say pick one, two, or three things and get moving. Oftentimes, you know, we spend the time, we, we will come up with the metrics. We have 15 to 25 things, and then we'll take another three months with our leadership team and try to figure out which one is most important. And then once we figure out which one is most important, uh, then we will overthink it again for another 30 days and then get rolling. And by the time you look at it, you started with these metrics in January and now it's November and you're ready to go on vacation. So uh, don't set too many metrics, particularly at the beginning of your multicultural journey. Um, for, for many of you, it's too much. It's too much. Um, it's too much. Consider paring it down. If you look at your, your uh, diversity goals or your plan for your, your multicultural goals and there's like 15 things on there, I would, I would invite you to cut that list uh, by 75% today. So, we overthink metrics, we idolize metrics. Um, we set too many metrics. And oftentimes we end up kind of working for them instead of them working for us. Now, something I want you to consider, uh, and, and I'm not quite sure I have an answer to this yet, quite frankly, but I was talking to uh, one of my clients about this and I just thought it was really interesting. And we were having this conversation about um, what are the metrics uh, for 
some of these things that are necessary for building a multicultural organization. How do you measure these things? All right. So how do you measure these things? Think about these. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Time spent. Laughs had together. Invitations made. Relational networks built. Comprehension gained. Conversations had. Stories we've collected. Or a new feeling and atmosphere that is created or shifted within the workplace for good. How do you measure these things? So I don't know about you, but you know, many leaders that I talk to, nobody's trying to set these metrics. Nobody's trying to set a metric on how much time do I spend with my team talking about diversity. Uh, nobody really wants to uh, set a metric about, you know, how many times did we laugh together? Uh, how many times did I stop by somebody's office and just ask them how they're doing? How many walks did I take? Uh, around the building? Uh, how, how many phone calls did I make when uh, people had things going on in their life? Those are the metrics we actually don't like. I think we're, we're nervous about setting metrics around these things. I mean, how would you set metrics around these? Because quite frankly, at the end of your fiscal year or your calendar year, when many of you have to show your stakeholders, uh, the balance sheet, when you're looking at your finances, all these things, how in the world do you measure time spent? How in the world do you measure uh, these things that are actually necessary to build the, the diverse culture that you are dreaming of? How do you actually measure these things? That is the question that I'm really sitting with these days. Um, if you have a thought about this, I would love to hear from you. You can email me. You can go to the website, NikkiLearner.com, hit the contact me page, and that email goes directly to me. Uh, but if you have an idea about this, I would love to hear from you. Um, help me out here. How might you measure these things? How might you set metrics for these things that oftentimes feel less tangible? However, they are... Uh, completely necessary for building the multicultural organization that you are dreaming of. So that's what I'm thinking about today. Again, I would love to hear from you, but, but if you hear anything today, here are two things I want to leave you with. Number one is don't overthink your metrics. Please remember the longer you take to set a metric, just remember that there is still impact being had in your organization with people. So the longer that you take to figure this out, uh, there are still things happening that are going unaddressed. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing is, what if one of your metrics was how much time you spent with people engaging and building relationship? How would you word that? What, what might that metric feel like and sound like today? Do you have the courage do you and your leadership team have the courage to start setting metrics around things that are people-focused and less data-focused? What might be possible? Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.